What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Vanguard Project Podcast. Happy freaking Monday. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Uh, Stayed up a little late on Friday, went out and danced. Uh, I've been learning how to do some country swing. And I tell you what, this is, it's one of those things that I wish I would have done a little bit sooner in life because it is a whole hell of a lot of fun. But got up bright and early, uh, maybe a little hungover, but that's beside the point. Uh, Got up, met one of my buddies from work, and uh, we ran out and uh, scouted a new spot for uh, for some ducks. I'd never gone duck hunting, so it's kind of fun to go learn a couple things. We really didn't see anything, uh, but you know what? Ruled out a spot, and I'm excited to go hopefully again uh, shortly after Thanksgiving. So that was a lot of fun. Then Saturday, again, kind of just loaded my shit up and drove out of town looking for some coyotes. I heard them yipping out in the distance, but it couldn't get anything called in. So kind of learning how to uh, sweet talk those some bitches into uh, to have a little bit of fun. So I've had a really good weekend. I'm excited for Monday. Got uh, a couple of days before I, uh, I head back home to go see uh, the family and uh, enjoy some Thanksgiving meal and see, uh, see some friends that I haven't really uh, had a chance to uh, shoot the shit with for a little while. So I'm really excited. And I hope that you all have something exciting planned, uh, whether that's some travel, travel safe uh having folks over pray for some patience for you guys uh enjoy some good food some good drinks and some good conversation but to kick today off um again super excited uh my buddy barrett uh sat down with him again for round two and this time it was kind of funny we just hopped on the phone and started chatting and it kind of ebbs and flows a little bit and get into some pretty uh, existential conversations some real fun conversations some interesting topics and i'm excited to uh, continue picking his brain and kind of turning turning this into a reoccurring thing as sunset goons and barrett's and barrett develops so i'm really excited um, but if you haven't please take a quick second to like rate and subscribe to the show helps me uh makes gives me the feel good helps me grow a little bit lets me know that uh what i'm doing is being heard and gives me some some of that motivation to continue pushing forward you know i do this because i love it i love talking to folks i love engaging and getting to learn some new things and apply those things to uh really my day-to-day life and some of my personal development as well i suppose you could say so it's been very rewarding on a lot of fronts and i hope that you all take something away from it as well so um as many of you know no, I've been very, very fortunate um, to have uh, picked up a couple of sponsors for this show. And going into uh, the holidays, uh, we're just going to rattle a couple of them off because uh, you know what? There's a lot of good gear out there. And I am just about done building a 16-inch upper uh, with parts that I got from Midwest Gunworks. And I was on the phone with Cameron earlier this week at Midwest, and it sounds like they have got a killer Black Friday deal coming up. And I learned, which it's crazy to me because this very seldom happens, that my discount code is also stackable with their Black Friday deal. So if you use code Vanguard on Midwest Gunworks' website, on their Black Friday special, you actually get an additional... 5% off, which again, as you all know, as you start to build new parts or start building some fancy ass guns or getting some cool hardware, 5% goes a long way. So be sure to use code Vanguard for 5% off your order at Midwest Gunworks website. Uh, Additionally, I am also a big fan of the boys at Eberly Stock. Um, As some of you guys know, uh, I've kind of interacted, engaged with a lot of them uh, over, uh, over the past several years, and I'm a huge fan of the people, the culture, and the quality quality of gear that they put out and I'm actually it's kind of funny I'm wearing a Bruno hoodie right now it's one of their lightweight stretchy hoodies that's perfect really for um, your uh, early season stuff keeps a lot of the sun off your skin or if it's not too hot it's just kind of nice to wear around 
Um, but like I was talking earlier, kind of going looking for coyotes and stuff, uh, I wear the Thunderbolt parka, and I swear to all that is holy, that is like the nicest jacket I have ever owned. It is a big puffy, or it's it's not a puffy, but it's a it's a big parka jacket, and fits my arms really well. It's really nice because they've got some zippers on the uh, armpits and stuff, so if you start to get hot, you can vent it a little bit. Comes in a variety of colors, but be sure to use, uh, not code, be sure to call the retail store, ask for Tucker, let them know that the Vanguard podcast sent you, and they'll get you all hooked up. But otherwise, I'm going to stop rambling, and we're going to hit an awesome episode with my busty, my buddy Barrett from Sunset Goons. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? We're just going to bullshit tonight. This is probably like the least low-pressure chat I've had in a long time with Mr. Barrett of Sunset Goons. You're in Hawaii, you lucky bastard. What are you doing? Just came out, visit family. Been hitting the beach almost every day. Yeah. Um, do you see? Yeah, it's taking a bunch of photos out here. Yeah. I do. You do? Or are you I like- actually got a custom, uh, custom surfboard made from... Uh, my good friend Ryan over at Indigo Surf Company over in San Diego. He has ever need surfboards. Hit him up. Yeah, dude. So what makes a good surfboard? I've never, I've never surfed. I don't know anything about it. I watch videos, and that's about it. I think it's just it, it's preference, right? It's preference it is is honestly, it's kind of like it's a good analogy. Um, what makes a good phone? It's whether you're an Android guy or you're an iPhone guy. I feel, I feel like it goes off of kind of what you like. Yeah. You want a short board, you want a long board, you want a paddleboard. Lately, I've been a big fan of paddleboards, to be honest with you, bro. It's super chill. Um, and like, just it's just relaxing rather than going out paddling out. I actually have them to surf. I just take the kids on and they'll sit in the front of the board with we'll just paddle down. Yeah. Just go out like at Waimea Bay or somewhere. It's pretty dope. It's, it's super chill. That's pretty legit. Do you get like wicked inspiration for like designs and stuff while you're out there? I do. I think, uh, you know, like I said in the first podcast, I'm from here. I like being back home, like a lot of my designs are, it's more or less beach inspired. And uh, being out here is just like, it's it's crazy how much the island hasn't changed. Yeah. It's like, I still go to all the secret little spots I used to go to when I was a kid. And uh, link it up with a couple of the homies. And there's a couple of spots I haven't been to. I guess it just started developing. And uh, going there is pretty interesting. It's more of a city than it is a rural area now. Yeah, because when you were growing up, was everything pretty rural? Like, I mean, not super uh, touristy or I wouldn't anything. say as rural, but uh, the west side of the island definitely was not as touristy as it is now. Um, there's more things that got developed. Like, an entire mall got built out as I was gone. Um, we went down to, like, deep in the west side, and I, I've never seen that many tourists there. And it's like, it's, it's cool. I know some other people may have a difference of opinion, but, I mean, I think a, a lot of Hawaii's economy is due to the influx of tourists that we do get. Sure. That's pretty sweet. Um, did you grow up kind of like that, the... That, that will probably give me a lot of hate for saying that. Which part? Talking about the tourists. <laughs> no, I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so those no, motherfuckers I, that hate me. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. You're not wrong, though, right? I mean... Yeah. It's kind of like a function of any, 
I don't know, tropical environment, right? Like if you look at it, I mean, you can have some level of export, but if you want to see it grow, unless you've got some sort of non-tangible, non-product based talent that you're exporting, right? Whether that's like mm-hmm. IT, for instance, then obviously tourism, right? Is going to be part of it. For sure. For sure. Did you grow up like on the traditional side of like Hawaiian culture? I don't know. I've been to Hawaii once. I don't know. No, I don't know enough about it to ask like smart questions. No, you're good. Like I, I see where you're coming from. I think when it goes back like traditional, like a traditional Hawaiian culture, I don't think it's really out there anymore. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Yeah. The language has pretty much fell off. They have schools that teach you strictly Hawaiian. And stuff like that, but you just get this vibe like when when you're at home and the way you grow up, it's different, you know. Um, I guess the, the slang, it's kind of like anywhere you go. You go to the UK, for example, their slang's different than what it would be in Chicago or anywhere else. I think it's a it's a real beach culture. I mean, we all enjoy going to the beach, just going out with our buddies and stuff. And I wouldn't say it's like traditional Hawaiian culture. I would say it's like a it's an island thing, you know. I, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like the mannerisms, the verbiage, and everything else—it's just different. Yeah, and like the people are different. It's uh, it's, it's just a different culture, and oh, that's what you would normally see in the continental U.S. You know, sure. It's, so, it's like everyone's family, right? For example, if I told you to come to my house, I'd be like, "Hey, yeah, man, uh, head down this street at the yellow mailbox, turn right. It's the blue house on the left, or something <laughs> like that." Like everyone, like that's how I give directions or something like that. Yeah, that's cool. I. I don't think I've ever really had that. So I think it'd be kind of fun to experience something like that and how foreign it would be, you know? Yeah, for sure. So do you try like with sunset goons? I know that we talked about in the previous, you know, episode and you and I have chat a couple times, you know, in between that with sunset, your goal really is just to kind of bring designs to life more or less and share all the things that you love and are passionate about. Is there like, this might be kind of a weird woo-woo question but kind of thinking about traditions and stuff like that are you trying with sunset goons to like share culture with people at all or just kind of say hey this is these are things that i love and i'm just sharing it anyhow just looking at things from a business standpoint right mm-hmm. um i don't want to get too niche with it so sure. to speak i think uh, having little tidbits of the military little tidbits of the, the beach life or island life or you can even go with socal as an example, like I think having those in there that relate to a multitude of people rather than just one specific group is better because it's not only better for sales. Like I said, I don't give a shit about money. It's uh, it's better for people to actually be able to feel the artwork, so to speak, rather than just, oh yeah, I like that because it's you know it's for this culture or whatever. I want this to be more of a more of a lifestyle type of thing. Like if you just enjoy kicking with the boys and being for the boys and. <laughs> yeah i don't know how to explain it it's it's kind of like the best example i could give is like it's not specifically towards like people from hawaii or people from wherever they are it's it's a little bit of everything thrown into one thing that appeals to a broad amount of people yeah dude i dig it i've like, watched i've yeah. watched a lot of your designs and stuff kind of grow over i don't know i think probably the past year now and it's like 
it's fucking awesome. You know, I love seeing the designs that you're cranking out. And like my buddy, so you posted something the other day and my cousin actually uh, was like, no fucking way. He's like, you're talking to him. And I was like, dude, Barrett's the shit. I've tapped with him a couple times. And I was like, he is like one of the coolest, like most even keel dudes you'll ever chat with. So, so I think my cousin's super jelly. For sure. I, uh, check your phone. I just sent you a photo. Not gonna release that one yet. It's uh it's a different vibe, you know what I mean? And in that image that I just sent Oh here. yeah, dude. Okay. Um, yeah, that is a lot like that, different, like, isn't it? It's stuff I like to do though. I enjoy doing that. Yeah. Did you <laughs> sketch did you sketch this or did you work with somebody? So I basically work exclusively kind of with one artist now. Uh-huh. Um, this guy Adam Jackson. Um he's he's awesome. He's um He's here in the states. I mean, he starts off with a pencil sketch, and he goes in the pen, he goes in the inking, yeah, and he scans it onto his computer, and that's when he colors. So everything's hand drawn from the get go. Dude, that okay? I don't. I won't like describe it, but like I would hang <laughs> that. I would hang that. I've actually been looking for artwork for my apartment, right? Because like right now, honestly, my it looks like a jail cell. Like I've got curtains, and like it is the most bachelor pad you've ever fucking seen. And I would hang that above my little bar thing right here. Like, I would get, like, a a 24 by 36, black and white. Oh, dude, that thing would be fucking tits. I would love that. Yeah. Anyways, super sidetracked. Yeah, that's cool. So, your process then with the one guy, I mean, I know we talked a little bit about it, but you were working with a couple different people, I think, a couple months ago. How did you end up winding down to this one guy? It all came down to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm real big on the relationship I have with the guys that I'm working with. So, I mean, we, we just got along real well. He understood my vision. I think that's another important part about running a, a business. Like, you, you quickly realize that you're not the only person that needs to run the company, right? I feel like yeah. when we first start, we're like, oh, fuck, I need to go and do this, do that, do this, do that. But there's other places that your time needs to be allocated. And as soon as you figure out like where you're most needed at and where you have to put your time and effort in, your life becomes a thousand times easier. You get that trust, you build that relationship with guys that you are interacting with on a daily basis with the company. You sit down, you explain your vision. Hey, this is X, Y, Z, what I'm looking at. This is where I want to be in the next, I don't know, year, five years, 10 years, whatever it may be, whatever you're talking to you to have with the individual. You sit down, you have it, you give them your vision. And that way it's kind of like a triangle, right? Here's, here's like you at the top. And it has the guys you work to in the bottom. You're you're having them understand that vision and you're kind of completing that triangle, whether it's your artist, your printer, and then you. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone's gonna know. Like they don't even have to call me sometimes for a decision. Right. They're like, Oh, I know he'll because I know him. It's a, it's that personal relationship that we have that we built and um so ability to still to call me and shoot the shit kinda of how we are right now. Like you don't get that a lot like, when you're working with certain people. Yeah. So it's in a, so are you a one man band then for sunset and then you you kind of subcontract design plus printing or are they exclusively working for you now so i don't know if that's artist, a, he, yeah he he exclusively works for me in this space okay just this space, though. I mean, he, he's he's open for freelance work. I don't think he's taking on any more work right now at the time. I don't want to speak for him, though. Mm-hmm. But um, we do everything through contracts and stuff like that, and that's kind of how I keep him with me. 
Yeah. Okay. Side note, side note. This is the, I do not compete with these motherfuckers, bro. I fucking hate. You will not fucking work with this. This doesn't need to be on the podcast. You will not work with company X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or companies that are like X, Y, and Z because they are in my space. I don't want them having the same style of designs. I don't want this. I don't want that. And that's 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 the asshole side of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's good. It's I don't know. I feel like that's a good thing to know, right? I mean, because I've heard of like photographers, for instance, where they won't. Um, they will forget like new new photographers won't have put together contracts for like a wedding or something and then get completely fucked over for it. Yeah. So I can speak on contracts. I, I'm big on working on contracts, man. Like, you know, I'll give you an example of a, a buddy from back home that I should reach out to me while I'm here. Yeah. Um, so like I said, going back to the island vibe, a lot of people here will do work and I can't follow other people because, you know, the relationship they had while they're growing up where they went to high school together or they're neighbors or whatever. I mean, this is, this is cold reality of business and running your own show. It's kind of, you don't really want to jump into something or commit your time because like I said, in the last podcast, time is only money. You'll never get back. You're, you're putting that time and effort into someone. And then at the end of it, he didn't have been paid out by that person. They're like, Hey, I'll pay you later. Yeah, I'll do this later. And, you know, we talked for a good hour on that. I was like, Hey man, you need to start doing like purchase orders or at least taking a deposit. Or give him, I give him like three different solutions on what he could do. And he's like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, it, it sucks. It's my cousin, yada, 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 and all this stuff. I was like, brother, it's your business. I mean, you, you, your family doesn't go over to McDonald's and make a massive order, take their food, and, and are like, hey, can I pay you in like two days? No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I was like, you're doing the work. You're putting the time in. You're, you're, you're filling a need that they needed to be done. I was like, you're doing that task. And this, this is your livelihood. This is what you survive on. This is your income. And I was like, that's that's just my opinion on looking at things. If you want to look at it different, you can look at it different. You know, I gave him my perspective on it from the outside in. I just I personally that's right. Right. And I was like, you know, sometimes you need to work things through a contract or a purchase order, whatever it may be, in order to lock in that, hey, you will pay this amount and hey, this is when I expect the payment by and everything else. Like it's it just keeps everything on the up and up. It protects you and it protects the customer. It's uh it's the most efi- efficient way to do something than just going off a of word of mouth. Because, I mean, unless you built that relationship, it doesn't, like, word of mouth doesn't go that far. Yeah. No, that's fair. So, given, I don't know, the, I don't remember last time we talked. I'd have to go look, at least recorded. Um, what would be some of the things that you've learned so far, I'd say, in the past, I don't know, four or five months that you're like, holy shit, this is really cool, whether that's working with people, marketing, shipping, business in general, people, design. Something that you're like, fuck, dude. Like, I had no idea this was a thing. Probably the coolest thing I actually learned here, like, uh, a couple of weeks ago um, when I took this vacation out here. I didn't know I could create a warehouse here. Yeah. And that was one That was one of the biggest problems. So, I, mean, I reached out with a couple of guys I know. They were like, hey, man, you can create a warehouse for where you're at. You can still ship product out. Because I'll be, you know, going to be here for about a month. And I was like, I can't let the company go for a month. So load a bunch of different Pelican cases up with a bunch of stuff, put it on the plane and I got it out here and I started working out from here essentially. That's pretty sweet. So when you say set up a warehouse, are you talking like literally just you brought product and are shipping it as you get orders? Are you like setting up some legitimate like storage facility? Well, but I set up my office here where I'm at mm-hmm. and um, I just kind of, I work out of here as 
every couple of days I'll come in, the orders get them out and ship them that way. No one really has to wait in the products unless it's a pre-order item or something like that. Yeah. So then so it's bro- not like a physical warehouse, mm-hmm. so to speak. It's 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 where I am. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I think that's sweet that you could like legit take your business with you. That's cool. So where are you going to next? Are you going to like Kentucky for vacation? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna head back to good old Georgia. Good old Georgia. Uh, Hot and fucking yeah. humid. Actually it's cold now, probably, huh? I'll be honest with you, bro. I kind of miss the cold right now. I'm like, it should not be hot right now. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's starting to cool off. I don't remember. I don't even know what the temperature was. It was uh, this morning. I left the house and I was like, it's actually getting pretty chilly. Like, oh yeah, it's thirty degrees, thirty degrees, and it's fucking perfect. Tomorrow, low of twenty, high of thirty eight, and I got, <laughs> I got to take my motorcycle to the dealership because they have like a a winter service where they store it. And it's like a half hour ride, and that's gonna be a little. You're an, <laughs> You're an animal. I'm not looking forward See, to it. I like the cold when I'm dressed for the cold, and I'm not in really, really windy cold. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna look like Ralphie from A Christmas Story. I'm gonna put like my fucking snow pants on and my parka, and I'm gonna be like, let's just get it over with. So at least it won't be wet. It's been gross the past couple yeah. of weeks. So, so then, like, I guess with uh sunset and growth and stuff i mean i know that we talked about you being able to do some cool stuff with fucking um uh tie-dye are you planning on expanding anymore doing like crazy sweatshirts outdoor stuff so i have some stuff that works with this company i don't want to say too much on that um it's coming out here hopefully next month or two yeah it's a it's kind of a new lane i'm kind of looking at getting into I know I'm being super broad about this, but I don't want to no, steal good. the beans a little too early. <laughs> that's good, man. No, I'm excited. I've, like I said, I've watched you for a while, and I have at least one shirt, and I'm a big fan. And I know we chat. It's kind of fun. I was talking to my buddy on my way home from the gym tonight, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, I got an interview with Barrett of you know Sunset." And I was like, "That fucking guy's so funny. He'll just give me a call randomly, and it'll be like the most random times, and we'll just shoot the shit for like twenty minutes." And it's like, "Dude, it'll be like three o'clock on a Monday," and I'm like, "I'm at work, homie. Like, <laughs> I'll call you tonight." Yeah, it's I guess it's one of those things. You know, it goes back to I, I put it out all the time, just checking your homies. And yeah. like those random calls, and it's like, ah, you know what? I haven't talked to this guy in a while. Let me hit him up <laughs> no, I appreciate it. It's always funny because I look at it and I'm like, I haven't talked to him for a while either. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's good. I call I call a lot of a lot of the homies. I'm like, yo, what's up? I haven't talked to you in a minute. I do it on Instagram too. Yep. Um, some of the guys would be like, hey, what's up, bro? I haven't talked to you in forever. I'll see him pop up on the feed. And I'm like, yo, I haven't talked to this guy in a, like six months. Yeah. No, that's cool. Has that like I've never really done that like i'll text people like friends like every now and then and i don't know i'm not probably the best at checking in on folks but is that something that you do like regularly that is well received i do it actually a lot do you my wife's always like you're always on the phone well i'm on the phone doing stuff like this or i'm talking to someone with like other like business related stuff I, I call a lot of the homies i'm like joe what's good <laughs> that's kind of how it all starts like, yeah, you been? i just check in see what's going on with life because i mean like life changes so much yeah like in a short amount of time it's like you have a million things happen to you and sometimes you know they'll just sit there and tell me everything's going on and other times they're, they're at work 
<laughs> so I'm like, all right, who's next? All right, what's up, dude? You just have like a roster of people rotate through everybody. I kind of just go. I'm like, I'm like, who haven't I talked to in a while? Like, who haven't I heard from or seen post or done this or like, hey, I wonder if this person's doing all right. Let me just call them and see how they're doing. Yeah, that's cool. Is that something? I mean, have you have you called somebody just like out of the blue and it's been like randomly they've been in a tough spot that you've been able to kind of be helpful to them? I have. Yeah. Um, I'll keep this one big too. I call I called a buddy, you know, who just went through a divorce. Yep. Um, and all this other stuff. His his wife's fighting for custody for his kids. He's like, hey, what do I do now? You know, some of the things you're doing on the side and he was just like, hey, everything's falling apart. I was like, dude, you got to realize you have more years ahead of you than you do behind you. So it's like shit happens in your life. It's a tiny little blimp of the rest of your life. So, I mean, don't let like this one negative thing that happened, although it may seem like everything's caving in, it happens to the best of us. You know, something bad happens and you just notice a chain. It's like, okay, this this happened as well and this happened as well. And we sit there. It's always when you're lying in bed at night. It's like, oh, man, I feel like I fucked up as a person. Yeah. I think it does help hearing someone else's outside perspective. I'm like, hey, like, you're doing fine, dude. Like, shit happens in life. But you got to understand that, like, you know, shit will pass. Yeah. Like, you're not going to feel like this forever. You're going to look back on this, like, 10 years from now. Like, you know what? It wasn't that bad. I'm like, what's that quote? I'm trying to remember the quote. I, I, I know I'm going to fuck up this quote, but it's um nothing is as good or as bad as it seems. Yeah. I don't remember who said that quote. But that quote kind of sticks with me in a lot of different situations. Like, it's a truth. You know, something great happens to you. You're ecstatic. You think it's the best thing in the world, man. And then you look back at it. It's like, oh, it wasn't that crazy good. Or it wasn't this. It was a feeling that you had at that moment. Yeah. But I feel like us as humans, like, we're so emotionally driven. Even though a lot of us won't admit it. (laughs) There are a lot of emotions that come into play on different scenarios. So it's like... How do we combat that? Not necessarily suppress it, but how do we deal with these feelings? Right. And you, sometimes just calling someone is what helps out. Let's yeah. them unload or deload. Huh. Okay. Do you, uh, it's going to sound dumb, but do you read a lot about philosophy quotes, working through stuff, or is it all strictly business design family? I think everything kind of comes into play. Okay. Right. I think, you know, your spiritual beliefs, whatever that may be, is is huge. Because, like, I promise you, when something fucking shitty happens to you, like, whatever it is, like, getting to a car accident, for example, like, some dudes sitting there, I promise you, like, how strong of a man or woman you are, you're going to sit there, you're going to pray to whatever God you believe in. And I think having that, that ability to focus on something that is greater than you and also align your family, you know, your fitness, and then everything else and having all your pillars aligned, I think that, that really helps out a lot. Yeah. So I wouldn't say I read. I actually can read you something I wrote a little while ago. It's like seven things that have helped me. Yeah. If you're I've learned in the past past couple of, uh, I guess the past year, I should say. Go over to it real quick. You can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> find it all right so like i said these are seven things that you know i've learned 
past year has kind of helped me grow as an individual. Um, number one, improve self-awareness. Know what you're good at and know what you're lacking. Number two, it's the most cliche thing to say, but read. I don't mean read in the sense of sitting down, diving into it. We're in a digital age. If you listen to audiobooks, send it. Three, learn a high-income skill. Here's some examples. Social media, marketing, sales, etc. Four, build a strong network. Build a network or team that can compensate in the skills you lack. Number five, meditate every day. And I'm not saying to sit down with your legs crossed. What I am saying is take 10 to 15 minutes out of your day and disconnect. Gather your thoughts. To be the best, your mind and your body need to be safe. Six, focus on character rather than net worth. A lot of guys get wrapped up on how much money they bring in or they don't bring in. Just focus on you. Keep your ego in check and understand the value of knowledge. Number seven, it's my last tip. Always, always, always be you. Stay genuine, build great relationships, and chase happiness, not money. Interesting. So I got stuck on meditating for a second. When you sit and meditate, what does that look like and how do you do that to for you? And I know that's a totally loaded personal question. No, you're good. I, I honestly, I'll sit here and I'll just, I'll just reflect on my day, I'll reflect on things I want to get done in life, like in all aspects of my life, not just business. Like, Hey, don't want to be a better, better dad, be a better father. Like, how do I do that? Like, what are some things that I'm lacking on? It goes into that self-awareness, right? I think you do a lot of that when you're done reflecting on things you've accomplished in life and things you haven't accomplished and why you haven't accomplished them. Just being honest with yourself. It's me kind of reflecting on things that I want to take care of or things that I need to take care of or, like, again, like what I'm lacking. But that, that self-awareness piece, I think that that probably hits the hardest for myself because I think I'm really, I'm really goal oriented. I'm really driven to go do things. And when I don't finish something or finish a task, I always just sit down and analyze why. Cause there's always a better way to do something. Sure. It's like, all right. I didn't, I, I missed my mark because of X, Y, and Z. Okay. What do I need to do to reattack this? How do I meet this goal? Stuff like that. Uh, it's, it's just really my time that 10 to 15 minutes out of the day. Like my phone goes, I'm doing not disturb. Nobody bothers me. I'm sitting down and I'm just, Hey, I'm listening to music and just reflecting or I'm just sitting here in silence. It's just time for myself. And I feel, I feel like we don't give that to ourselves as often as we should. Yeah. When it comes to in, or, uh, not completing tasks and reflecting and f- trying to figure out a better way to do something, do you document those things? Do you write them down? I do. I have a lot of notebooks. Do you? <laughs> I've kind of an, an addiction to buying notebooks. I'm like, oh, that's a sick notebook. I'm going to grab that. Yeah. Are you ever going to write a book, you think? Probably not. Not the best writer. No? <laughs> that's why they have editors, man. You're right. You're right. I just don't know what I talk about, you know? Yeah. Like, every, every everything we talk about here is kind of stuff I do on a daily basis. And, and like, I, I don't want to speak and not be bad value. Right. I don't think that uh, I'm that crazy important or know things that people don't know to be able to write that book. That yeah, makes sense. It does. It does. So I guess maybe the next question is uh, to be able to speak and add value. What type of value are you hoping to add to people's lives? That'd be subjective. Huh? I know I'm, I'm not trying to bounce. I'm not trying to bounce around the question. No, no, no. subjective, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, 
I think being well versed in a multitude of things help out a lot. So va- value is different to every single person. I can sit down and talk to you about real estate, but you're not in the real estate. You'd be like, oh, this is fucking useless. Or right. someone on the other side would be like, oh, dude, this is fucking sick, man. This is kind of what I'm looking at getting done. Or this is like, yeah, that's. I think it's all subjective on like what you're adding in there. But I think something in a broad scheme, it's leaving that person better than when they came to you. It's like, what can I do to help them get to where they want to be? I'm, I'm no guru. I just sit down and really, I think what it comes down to is uh, the individual who needs value or wants to learn something needs to learn how to articulate those questions and ask them to the right people we need to ask them to because anyone can do anything in life. The problem is it isn't that you're not motivated. We don't have the drive to do something. The problem is true ignorance. Like we do not know how to get there. And like meeting those right people and asking the right questions at the right time will get you where you need to be. Yeah. So I want to ask another loaded question then, because that's a very insightful response. And one of your seven points was building character in your definition. Then just out of curiosity for fun, what to you are maybe three characteristics of good character? It's someone who's honest. Like, no matter what the situation is, whether it's a hard answer or not, I think it's important to be honest. Um, this is a hard one. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually a hard question because yes. there's, there's so many things that make up a good person, right? Yeah. Uh, like, I, I feel like genuine wrap up everything in it. Just be a genuine and be yourself. Right. And, and bring what you can to the table. Don't speak on things you don't know. Like, I know, I know, but I'm not trying to bounce around it, but it's like having great character would vary from person to person. I just look for someone who's honest with me, yeah. tell me how it is, who hold me accountable and expect the same thing back. Right. And don't take it the wrong way when I am giving that constructive criticism or when I'm receiving constructive criticism. I think we're there in a circle. We're here to help each other grow. I think someone who's growth oriented is great. And yeah, it's, it's, it's not really much. I think it's just being a genuine person, having your head on straight and just kind of being a stand up individual. Yeah. Genuine. I think that's a good answer, right? I think that probably being genuine, at least in my opinion, right, is probably the best one of probably the most outstanding character character traits you can have of good quality. If yeah. that, if that made sense, I was trying to think of a right way to say that. Yeah, I could go out there and say, I want you hard working. I want you this. I want you that. But it's the entire package, right? Like you can have someone, this is just going back to business. You can have someone hammering down on like what they want to do. I'm like, I want to do this. I want to do that. They're working, you know, 17, 18 hours. Everyone talks about, you know, working harder and working harder, doing this, doing that. It's like, you can work as hard as you want, but if you're putting your work in the wrong spot, it's not going to do shit for you. Yeah. So it, it goes back to just like asking those right questions on where you should be putting that effort into. Yep. And yeah, like I can't stress how important time is. Yeah. You're telling me, man, that's, I feel like the more time goes on, the older I get, 
the more I kind of realize that everything ultimately will take care of itself. At the end of the day, though, the most important thing you do have is time. So you have to spend it in ways that, to a certain extent, ways that you enjoy, right? Ways that you feel fulfilled, that you're contributing, whether to your own self-happiness, to the success of others, to the benefit of others, to the benefit of something that you believe in, right? Because, I don't know, if you're not, you're literally just wasting everything. That's true. For sure, I'm and slowly that's kind of how I, I view the world. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just crazy. You look back, you know, and it's like, all right, you know, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. I think regrets one of those things that, like, I just I can't get myself to go on my deathbed and be like, fuck, I should have did this when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. You go go out and try everything, try different foods, learn different cultures. I mean, get get out there. I mean, fuck, sitting on fucking Call of Duty is not gonna do shit for you. <laughs> Not unless they're making bank doing it, but you got to be fucking good at it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm not that good. I I don't even own a gaming console. Yeah. Mine's literally for Netflix now when I get home from work and stuff. It's funny you Mm -hmm. say, like, learn new cultures and new things because, like, today I I reached out to somebody because I was like, hey, I'm having moved down to Utah, right? It's like I kind of got a fresh start on life. Right. Like uh, having interviewed all of these folks with the podcast and kind of really starting to take and digest it, having learned a lot about myself. It's like I kind of feel like I'm in a state where I both both geographically, emotionally, mentally, all physically, all these things I get to go maximize what I want to do and try new things. And I reached out to somebody today and I was like, hey, dude, I don't know anything about this. Would love to come work for you on the weekends not looking to get paid, just want to learn and, and experience something new, you know? Mm-hmm. I, was just, I was just talking about that. I was like, dude, instead of going to work for someone for 90K, that my job I didn't give a fuck about, I would much rather go work three months for free on a topic or interning with someone that I, that I genuinely wanted to learn from because like, I, I don't think you understand how powerful knowledge actually is. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally why I reached out. I was like, hey, like, I, 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 I've never really done like a blue collar job, right? Like I've always done worked on computers and tech and stuff like that. And numbers are like my forte. But I was like, listen, you know, I like working with my hands. I like building things. I like working hard, you know, like yeah. I didn't grow up doing a lot of like that stuff. But like, this is something that interests me that I want to know how to do. And I want to experience it and know if it's something that like life has for me down the road, you know, like I'm trying to redefine my values and who I am and where I want to take things. Can I come learn, you know, cause like I would show up if they were like, yep, show up on at four o'clock on Saturday morning, we're getting after, I'd be like, fucking a, I'll be on my, I'll sleep outside your door in my pickup and I will be there chipper ready to go, you know? Yeah. I love learning. I love learning new things. Like that's one of the reasons, dude, this is, this will be episode 104. Yeah. Fucking crazy. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost a hundred interviews. I think I've recorded a couple one-off ones. For sure. For sure. 
like that's that's great. You get to pick a bunch of different dudes, like brains and different like lanes. It's it's crazy what you can pull and put into your toolbox from that. Yeah, yeah. I wish that's one thing I wish that I would have done a little bit better at. Like I, I used to take. I don't know where my notebooks at now, but I, I have notebooks kind of to your point everywhere, right? Um, yeah. And I would I would document questions and stuff, and I I wish that I'd have like written out like a book more or less of the things that I've learned in tidbits along the way, because one, it would be fun to see the patterns of things. Right. Cause like after a while you start to pick up that like a lot of people have the same tropes said differently, but the pattern is there. Right. Um, But then also every now and then, yeah, exactly. But then every now and then you pick up something new where you're like, I did not think about life like that. Like, yeah, I'm going to take that tomorrow and I'm going to fix this, you know? So it's just been super, super interesting to kind of be able to apply it. And I don't know, it's fun because you meet people that are in different stages of life and you sit down with them and you start talking and you're like, I've learned some things without having to learn it the hard way, but I can apply it and help you and learn from you and be able to think about this situation differently. Let me, uh, let me give you a scenario, right? So you got a group of four dudes sit down. They all run their own company, right? And we have this one lone individual who's working by himself, working, working his ass off, you know, doing great, great sales, great this, great that. And he's making mistakes along the way. Whereas, you know, it's, it's a lot harder for him to bounce back from those mistakes because he needs to figure out how to do it. Whereas you have those four groups who help each other grow along the way. If one makes a mistake, then he comes back, teaches everyone else, Hey man, this is what I learned. X, Y, and Z. Same thing happens to the number two guy. Makes a mistake, comes back. And then you have that that entire group helping each other grow and learning from other people's mistakes, saving you now time and stopping you from making that session the same mistake as they did. And it just goes back to like how important the collaborations are and networking and creating that that quote unquote safe place for for you to be able to shoot the shit on certain topics. Yeah. We had like a total sidebar. <laughs> you're good. I, I think people get so locked up in material assets. Like not, like clothes are essential, right? You you have to wear clothes or you're fucking going to jail. Coming but, from a guy that makes clothes and sells clothes. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that I sell clothes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care where you buy your clothes from. But it's like, you know, it, it's between like cars and shit that we don't need, motorcycles we don't need. And like, look. I'm all for fast ass cars and fucking quick motorcycle. Anyway, like we get we get so wrapped up in wanting to buy this crazy house, wanting to buy this crazy nice car, and it's it's stuff like that that, that I'm saying that material things don't matter. It's like yeah, dude, we buy things for a purpose, right? Clothes, for example, we buy clothes because we have to fucking wear them buy a car because most of us don't live right next to where we work right we need to drive and it's like there's to me if you're trying to go from point a to point b there's no point in driving a fucking corvette right well you can go drive a fucking i drive a fucking forerunner i love my forerunner it's great it's like i don't need to go buy a crazy expensive car when it does the same exact thing as this car does but it's like you know we, we get We'd wrap, especially with the digital age. Like I'm on a rant right now. 
it goes into uh, like we see, we see all these supercars and all these crazy luxury houses on Instagram, right? I don't know if it's my algorithm, but no, I do too. It, oh, I'm with you. Yeah, it's it's just everywhere. The, yep. the the quote unquote lavish lifestyle. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I want to work hard to get this. I want to work hard to get that. And that's it's not a bad goal to have by any means, but you never want to sacrifice your happiness for something material. That, that, that's, that's a long way of saying that material shit doesn't matter in the end. We're all going to fucking get buried six feet fucking deep. It like, it's, it, it doesn't mean shit. Yeah. No, like, I, the kind of car you're driving right now doesn't mean fucking dick. The, one of the things that I've subscribed to is, uh, at the end of the day, to your point, right? At the end of the day, the only thing that I get to take with me are, the stories that I have in the life that I've lived. So would I rather spend that, which I am no stick poster child for this, right? I mean, I'm definitely fall into, you know, buying nice rifles and stuff and optics that I don't need, but yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, like I, yeah, as you fucking hang pulled nods, um, you know, at the end of the day, like I, 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 I don't need fancy things. You know, like, yeah. yeah, sure, I want a nice hat every now and then or nice boots, but they last yeah. forever, you know. But, like, if you look at, like, what I've got now, like, I mean, like, look at this. That's that doubles as a bed. It's my recliner, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't want to sleep in my bed. And my, my, that's it. Like, that's all I got. And I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't need anything else. Everyone needs a nice recliner. Actually, I, my dad gave that to me. So this is hilarious. So I got divorced this summer, right? And mm-hmm. I moved in with my parents because I was like, cool, this sucks, whatever. I'm going to move in with my parents. I'm going to pay my pickup off. And then I'm, I want to get out of the state, right? Like I've been in Idaho forever. Yeah. So I like the house cold when I sleep because I sleep like a fucking radiator. <clears throat> and my parents keep the house hot. And so I'd have to sleep in the recliner because the bed was like, A, it was not very comfy because the bed that we used to have was like fucking perfect. And that was like a cardboard box. This chair I slept in for like three months straight. Or it was like six months because it was like the most comfortable, cool thing ever. And when I moved out, my dad was like, you could just keep the fucking chair. <laughs> like, take it with <laughs> me. So when I moved That's down funny. here, I towed my motorcycle. I had the recliner the TV and my clothes. And that was like it. It was hilarious. Like, it was the most bachelor thing I've ever done. So that's legit. That's legit. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, pretty much I've learned how to uh, live on very little. Like, good. Taquitos, taquitos for dinner. And we're good. Taquitos are good, man. See, that's what I'm saying. So, <sighs> all right, man. What else you want to chat about? I don't know. More of a, I don't know. We got <laughs> we got kind of deep there for a minute. We did we did? It just I don't know, man. It's just different outlooks on life and keeping your perspective open. Yeah. And understanding that it's done a different way because someone else can see things the same way as you. It's yeah. just little tidbits that like I've noticed and like and kind of just helps me stay in my own lane. And like I said in the first podcast. I don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. <laughs> I like it's, it's, just, it's, it's a cold hard truth. It's like they're a very, very small group of individuals. 
actually hold weight and telling me something. Yeah. Yeah. And they come with the problem or things they see as like an issue and they always have a solution for it. I think that's that's part of adding that value, right? Mox is gonna go and be like, Hey man, uh your fucking podcast sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like okay, hey man, like this is why I noticed you could be doing better in your podcast, X, Y, and Z. Words matter. I think the way you word something is going to determine whether they take what you're saying to heart or just say, hey, dude, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I I think it's the way you're you're able to articulate yourself to be the difference from you getting a yes or you getting a no. Yep. That's fair. So then any significant parting words of wisdom be you. Be you. And don't give do a something fuck. You love. Yeah, do something you love. Chase happiness, not money. Stop giving a fuck what everyone else thinks. Do what you want to do within reason. Don't fucking go break laws because you're a fucking idiot and you're going to waste your rest of your life in jail. <laughs> within reason. Do things that'll make you happy. Do legally. things that'll help. Yes. Yes, legally. Do things that'll. Enact change, right? Change in a good way. Yeah. Whether it's for you or for someone else. Keep checking on your homies. There's so much to say. You know what I mean? It's like not preaching my philosophy. I'm just saying things that should be done, but I don't think we take the time to do it all the time. Yeah. That's we get wrapped up in true. society and how things run there. It's like, we don't need to do things this way. There's always another way to do something. Be different, you know? Yeah. Like, follow follow what you actually believe in, not because the damn way you going this way. And stay true to what you say. Let's be honest. Be genuine. This is a long outro, but yeah, it's just things that I think... <laughs> it's weird how the mind works, right? You go and just, like, I'm on, I'm on a fucking tangent. <laughs> Do it. No, keep going. You're, I'm listening. <laughs> I got nowhere to be. Same. I'm sitting here chilling like that. Nothing to do today like at all. No, it's, it's fucking be a good fucking human. Yeah. There's, there's no point in being a piece of shit. It does nothing for you. It does nothing for the community. It's not going to help anyone. If it makes you feel better, I mean, it's not, it's not a good way to fucking cope. Find some, find, find another way to fucking cope with your fucking hatred. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's, it's true. It's Barrett, once again, man, thanks for taking the time to hop on the phone and hang out and share some uh, some of the insights you've learned over the past couple of months. I look forward to uh, chatting again and uh, picking your brain a little bit more. Everybody listening, again, I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we will catch you next time. Yeah.